I might just re-record that stupid little song on my own that I wrote last year and just left in a document. It's an amazing song. Yeah. Don't don't give up on that, please. Don't give up. Because you have friends. Don't give up. You're not beaten yet. It's beautiful. It's beautiful and disturbing. Who doesn't love a bit of Kate Bush? I didn't know that was Kate Bush. And Peter Gabriel in the Kate Bush sort of did a supervillain team up. They are creepy. Yeah. And, and, but at the same time, you know, their wheels are turning. So you respect their intellect like, like a good villain. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I basically call anything a supervillain team up just because that's what they called it when Namor and Doctor Doom teamed up. And I just thought it's just, it would be fun if, if they just got together and did that. And it was just, oh, supervillain team up. We can be friends. You see, no, it's just, that's just, you know, racism against underwater people to say that Namor's <laughs> a supervillain. Oh, I- Namor was out to to kill. There was that time he pissed in a river. <laughs> well, yeah. Imagine if people, you know, land people just started coming in on your turf and start thinking, oh, you know what? I'm going to start building all these fucking underwater bases and shit. And, you know, so, oh, I'm going to start taking the natural resources of the ocean. What's Namor supposed to do? You make a strong pro-Namor case. For people who don't know, Namor the Submariner is sort of the... Uh the Marvel Aquaman, and he actually predates Aquaman. I think he was a World War II era superhero teaming up with Captain America in a team called the Invaders, if I remember correctly. Very first, him and the, the original Human Torch, who was a robot, they were some of the first Marvel superheroes. I know that, right? But he's a ba- he's bad. He, he, he kills. He's a killer, Namor. Regardless. He's a killer. Yeah. Sometimes the only way to stop a fascist invasion, take a little action. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I really think Namor did the right thing for his people. Hmm. Some would say the same about Dr. Doom, the Victor Von Doom, who his people seem to like him quite a bit. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, I will not hear your anti-Doom agenda, sir. The point is... Yes. It's that I was just going to say that, that even though I said that, um, Peter Gabriel does look like a supervillain these days. <laughs> you got it. Your point. Yeah. Your point is made. You got in there with it. Well, I just sync us up. <laughs> he does, though. Jonathan was on Road Rules Northern Trail in 1998. Since then, he has appeared in precisely zero award-winning TV shows, blockbuster movies, or community theater plays. We are here to fix this. We are here to make Jonathan off Road Rules a star. Boston's favorite son will ride again. Away in a manger (laughs) No Jesus tonight It is in Bethlehem Don't (laughs) Don't? Yeah Just at the end Just don't 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 go No, not for Christmas, come on Um, It's not Christmas Well, here's the thing, dear listener Here's the thing, right? You idiot You think that Christmas is over, but if you're listening to this, it's not because we have done this on Christmas. So for us, it isn't. We're trapped in literally in Christmas past. We are the ghosts. Three ghosts of Christmas past. Oh, see? Present and past have already fucked off. We have. It's true. Uh, But this is how I I would... uh... Choose nothing over this. This is how this is my true Christmas treat. It's been a tough Christmas. It's been an old man Christmas where I gave a lot of stuff to a lot of people and didn't get much in return. I got some sweatpants and some cl- some paper. That's what it's about. But this is my gift. Talking to you two and just feeling alive, feeling not so old, feeling feeling like I, I still have something That's to good. give and to, to to take. I'm taking. Well, I mean, just take what you can get. Like just take everything. <laughs> Just go around taking? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Like, what? Is it going to be around in 20 years? Enjoy it now. I mean, that's basically how, you know, CEOs think. Let's start living the high life. Let's just take shit. Let's just, let's just take shit and set tire fires.
But they're 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 the villains. They're the Namors of of uh, the real world. Those those power power hungry despots. Whoa 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 whoa! <laughs> I'm still you're still pro Namor. You're still <laughs> you can't just let a name. You just can't hungry? let one anti Namor comment slide without jumping jumping to his defense. I'm just saying he didn't. He wasn't going. He wasn't invading anybody's country. When Ernie wasn't. Building some sort of nuclear arsenal. Namor's a pretty decent guy. Yeah, you're right. I, I I can't think of a time when he invaded the the land people's domain. I think he did once or twice, but he mostly doesn't. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I won't bring it up again. I'm sorry. I wish I'd never said Namor's name. Jonathan! <laughs> He'd make a strong Jesus. He would make a strong Jesus. Very strong Jesus. Jesus, like, the the, the Jesus? Like a, a Christ figure? The reason for the season, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, there's a season going on, Jonathan. Yep. And you're the reason for it. I'm... <laughs> or you <laughs> should be. You make a, str- a strong case. You're the strong reason for a strong season. Strong and stable. Stability is what the, 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 the country needs. It's what the nation needs. <laughs> to heal a divided nation, we need a strong Jesus. We need Jonathan Holmes. New look, new year, new you. New Jesus, strong. I'm not... Nobody, nobody looks at me and thinks... That's stable. People look at me and say, that's fallen apart. That's changed. That's lo- there's loss there. Yeah. They see me and they see loss. They don't see me and think, well, that's who we need. No. Well, that's, that's because of presentation. That, that's what we in the business call optics, Jonathan. We call them optics, okay? You do not yet cut the figure of a strong Jesus Christ because you do not have a crowd of me and Conrad around you while you perform feats of strength to the chance of fuck him up Jesus fuck him up oi, oi, fuck him up Jesus fuck him up oi, oi, like that really though <laughs> yeah you're in the middle right you've got like you're lifting um, phone directories you've just got phone books one in each hand just lifting them ooh and you really, like, we've covered you in like like water, water um, or grease, grease, and like it's all dripping off you. And like you're lifting the phone books, and you're like spitting out your mouth, and just like sp- like shaking your head and your arms so that the grease goes everywhere, and just. <laughs> like that wow oh yeah yeah we've rolled like like um empty tin cans at you uh, um at your feet and then you're just like anyone who passes by you just like belt that just like kick that can as fast and hard towards them as you can and just yell strong enough for you (laughs) it's just me it's just a middle-aged bald guy Walking around, <laughs> kicking cans at people. There's nothing to to show them that I have any sort of uh, supernatural or re- religious power. I, I I don't glow at least, or <laughs> do I have hair? There's never been a religious leader, unless I wear some sort of hat or something to cover it up. You'll have a beard. What? You'll have a beard. <laughs> Not enough. There's a, there's a lot of bald guys with beards kicking cans on the streets who are not seen as religious powers. They're seen as nuisances. Well, but they don't have us as hype people. Yeah, they don't have hype people and a robe that is also done like a strong, like a, a like a classic circus strongman toga, right? It's basically like a, a white Jesus robe with um, cut, basically cut the the top off, but left a, a little, you know. Coffee bandolier. Show a little skin. Make it a little sexy for people. We've put like you know laurels on your head. You know, little little leafy crown around the back of your head, um, and you're like lifting those phone books, and we're throwing eggs at you so that you can prove how strong you are. Um, as you just sort of just karate chop those fucking eggs out the air. Look at the karate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to point at you and just go, look at the karate, uh, anyone who comes past. And then, you know, we'll, we'll start just trying, you know, let's go, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Let's go, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. 
<laughs> What's te- what team? So it sounds like a team chant. Who, who, who's who's the other team? What a who? Well, the devil in it, right? I mean, I thought it was obvious. Yeah, but the devil and Jesus. I know they teamed up at least once with the the, the Job story. That well, I, yeah, super villain team up. <laughs> That's not how it's described in the book. Yeah, but Job uh, got tortured. But that one's accurate, at least. <laughs> they were super, and it was villainous what they did to Job. They they put sores on him. They killed his kid just to test his faith. Yeah, I mean, tell us the story of Job. <laughs> Um, uh, I think that Job was just a, a guy and uh, Satan was like, I'd like to test him, God. And God was like, uh-huh, <laughs> sure. And because uh, what does yeah. it matter to God? God. Yeah, the, the, he's got infinite. He's exactly. So he's exactly the same as Pinhead. <laughs> wow. He has an eternity to know all of our flesh. And apparently, like, get his mate the devil to uh, just pop a couple of bubos on. <laughs> And I don't know what the what the devil's in for either. Maybe to prove that um, maybe there's some sort of wager. I I literally learned this from from Marvel's Fantastic Four's The Thing. He's yeah. Jewish, and he, he he gave this story at his bar mitzvah, I think, in a comic. Well. Um, so yeah, I'm not an I'm not an expert on this theological stuff, but yeah, he got his kid got killed. He got put in a cave. He was covered in sores. I think he was hungry, but he still wouldn't give up on God. He said, "God, treat me so bad. Satan, treat me as bad as you want, but I'm not giving up on God." And Satan was like, "Aha!" And then God was like, "Huh." Eh. And then they just stopped. Then, uh-huh. then the story stopped. <laughs> it's very – yeah, a lot of them, uh, as far as I know, they, they just sort of end these stories. Yeah. 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 It's just sort of, well, if there is a conclusion to be made from this story, I'm sure someone will come up with it. And I'm pretty sure it'll be chill. I mean, it's just a story. <laughs> well, that's the, that's the thing. Uh, Christianity, as far as I know, it, it, it got big. Yeah. When they got painters to paint uh, a power, like muscular baby with glowing energy and people wanted yeah. to, people love babies and they love power. So they, they worshiped it. And you feel guilty if you, if you said otherwise, if you said, I don't like babies, then, um, yeah. then you looked bad. So people didn't want to look bad. So they would, they followed the baby, baby stories. Yeah. Power baby. That's good. Power baby. <laughs> Is this mean? Am I being mean to Christians? No. I don't want to be mean to Christians. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait a minute. Maybe there's a way. Maybe you're right. Maybe you have a point. And maybe the thing to make strong Jesus work is that you need to be a strong baby Jesus. (gasps) I'm a baby. He's already off to a good start, Conrad. Yep. I mean, that's how you start the show. You just go, I'm a baby. I'm a baby. Yeah. That's it. Perfect. Yeah. Already in character. You, you love it. Yeah. What we do, right, is we, um, we, we carry around, right, a porta potty, but we've, they've put some like silver stars on it and that's so why it looks all glitzy. And then we, we push it down the street. We start yelling, it's strong Jesus. And then the the door opens, you come out dressed as a baby, and then you go, I'm a baby. Ah! Like that. Home alone. <laughs> so the thing the thing about um the way Christianity spread as far as I learned in art school, whatever that means, is the the painters they got, they made the baby Super cute, sometimes muscular, because they did think power plus babies had universal appeal. I mean, there were a lot of strong babies in the old days, but I don't. But I don't. I I do have sort of a short pug nose, like a baby. Yeah. But I've got uh, bags under my eyes. I'm bald. I've got a big chin. My teeth look okay at first, but when you really get in there, you see a lot of like silver fillings and a lot of mess. Yeah. Hairy, hairy bod, not baby. People see me and they think that guy's on the way out. He should probably get away from the public eye and then go die because we don't want to be reminded of our mortality. I look like I'm dying to people. Whereas a baby is the opposite of that. It's like, oh, new life. We love life. Oh, babies. Hope. Hope and babies. Let's let's do it. Let's do this Christianity thing because it's the baby religion. Uh, that's not me. I'm anti-baby in a lot of ways in terms of my look. Yeah. Yeah. Well... <laughs> Game of Thrones is only going from strength to strength. 
Game of Thrones, the the television show and book series. Oh, it's hot. <laughs> it's hot like Jesus Christ. It had a baby in it and uh, a, a guy who is a little bit like a baby because he is uh, baby-like, I guess. I don't know. I've only seen it like twice. Yeah. Um, what was his name? Thordor or something? He was sort of like a- Thordor. Yeah, Thordor the Magnificent. Is that a character in that? I- oh no, I'm talking shit. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm. I figured since Game of Thrones is so hot that I'd start writing the prequel. It's not. It's uh. It's actually been talked a lot about recently in that everyone was talking about it, and then the last season was so anticlimactic to people that and disappointing. That it no longer gets talked about. It seemed to truly die in terms of any relevance. Everyone always says that, but I think that's bollocks. The the final episodes were rubbish, don't get me wrong. But you can't blame that on things disappearing into the pop culture soup. Hmm. Because everything does. No one talks about Chernobyl anymore either. Oh, I forgot. I, I, right? I never saw it, but I heard about it for a while. Yeah, there's yeah. like dogs that die or something. Tiger King? Oh, yeah. That was this year. Was that this no year? No one cares. Yeah. <laughs> no one cares, Jonathan. No one cares. I heard that uh, the the current president may may pardon the Tiger King or something. That's the last I heard about. I mean, he might as well at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's been an exhausting kind of life. I'm just, I'm just saying, right? Yeah. If you've heard that they did a prequel to Game of Thrones... And it was called The King's Dick. <laughs> You'd be intrigued. But what would intrigue you even more is if you heard that in the very first episode, the king is with his courtiers in the royal gardens. Then out of fucking nowhere, the king says, right, I've had just about enough of this. Then pops his dick off and flings it at the moon. <laughs> Wait, removes his penis? Just... Hang on. Like that, just a... No blood? No no severing? No, it just, it just pops right <laughs> off, right? And he just flings it at the moon. I mean, it doesn't hit the moon. He, it just sort of hits some bushes. And then, then he turns around to the courtiers, who are sort of, um, you know, a little bit stunned. And he goes, go fetch it, your fucking selves. And then just storms off. And let me tell you, for an opening scene... That'll get him hooked. That, that'll get him forgetting about the season finale of, of Game of Thrones. So, do it, does it use the Game of Thrones music? The da -na 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 -na, like the epic kind of uh, serious drama sweeping across the land thing? The whole land is at stake in Game of Thrones. It, it feels like yeah. so important, all that land. Well, you know, the, the original theme tune is iconic. But so is Taylor Swift's Shake It Off. So we thought we'd shake it up, you know, instead of the whole sort of opening theme, like crawl that goes across the entire sort of country and the world, showing all the important locations. The camera instead will just careen along a long, veiny shaft. It's a penis. Yeah. And the haters going, hey, 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 just going right down that long, veiny shaft, right up to the helmet where, where the king's dick is, is written, right, sort of tattooed on the head, right, right under the Prince Albert, which the king has. He has a, he has a pierced dick. Oh, I forgot that. I forgot what Prince Albert meant. I thought that was just a di more dick talk, but it, it's something no. specific. Yeah, it's for the uh, when you're pierced. Yeah. You pierced your penis with a ring. I mean, what if you weren't Jesus Christ because because of all the blasphemy, and you were called Jesus Crump? <laughs> what if you just called Jesus Crump, and you were just like in a wheelbarrow, and we we pulled you into town while you while you ate a cheeseburger? Well, the the, the thing the the, <laughs> the issue you need signed photos. <laughs> Getting around the whole age thing. So, uh, again, I, I go back to it. People liked Jesus as a baby and as a very healthy, fit, attractive man. And and those are your two options, as far as I can tell, for the Jesus uh, myth in terms of making it marketable. 
Yet me, I'm, I'm, I could go in between. I could somehow become young again, maybe. You could reverse age me. If you can't do that, I don't know if this is going to go anywhere. Wait, it's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> I guess I'm sucked into it. Um, but uh, yeah, hypothetically speaking, it's not going anywhere unless you can somehow make me a baby. Okay. So what you're saying is you'd rather go with the cum clowns. Excuse me? Cum clowns. I... What's a cum clown? You know that Conrad and I have always wanted to, to open a traveling circus. I didn't know that. We've just, we've never had a third clown. Yeah, going from town to town, living by our wits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come. <laughs> That's terrifying. So, you know, I've got the loudspeaker and I'm, you know, singing that. Um, we're all dressed up like fairly, you know, I, I'd like, I like to go tradish with my clownage, Jonathan. Like a, a classic white, white face, red wig, big shoe clown? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, Conrad's sort of ringleader. We're all like clowned up. Right. Um, we've all got, you know, White face paint, Jonathan, which is um, cream. <laughs> this is seeming gross. Shampoo. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I have the feeling this is going to be pretty yucky. No, shampoo and jam for our clown lips. Jam? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I get pr- preserves, I guess you call them in America. Strawberry preserves. <laughs> We got strawberry preserves around our around our mouths and and um, shampoo, uh, shaving cream, shampoo, whatever we can get really. Let's mix them up uh, all over our faces. Um, Conrad in a handsome little uh, ringleader suit, me um, dressed up in tent colours because I am the big top. I'm sort of a, a living tent. What? <laughs> well, to be honest, it's only so that you know. At some point, I'm going to bend you over and, and grab you by the hips and then just sort of bonk against you fruitlessly and desperately while saying, Big Top, it's also a sex pun, everyone. Is Big Top a sex position? Come juggling. <laughs> what? Come tumbling. <laughs> what? Tumbling? Come tumbling. A cream pie to the face. Sex? Sex pies? Like the semen? Like the sex fluid? Is that what you're talking about? Hmm. <laughs> it's not good. It's good. Now that you mention it, Jonathan. I didn't. You see, you see, when I said come clowns, Jonathan, uh-huh. um, that the name of our company was come comma clowns. Oh, like come here clowns. Yeah, like it, it's a beckoning. You're like, hey. Families and, and, and everything, you know, if you want parties. Yeah. Hey, hey, come on over. There are clowns. Yeah. yeah. Come. Clowns. But but now that you've said semen, Jonathan, now that now that that's... Because, you know, I said come juggling and, and come tumbling. And, and again, it was sort of we'd invite the the, the audience in sort of I, I often think it's funny if the mums and dads sort of come up and yes a participatory with the audience which you know I mean let's let's not rule that out we might put a pin in that for later well yeah I think basically we're gonna have to find a more adult venue um, if we're gonna go with Jonathan's idea <laughs> however once lockdowns lifted I know for a fact that the strip clubs are gonna be uh, among the first to open because People have money to, to make, Jonathan, as do we. Uh, and I really do think it's the only appropriate venue for the cum clowns to <laughs> kick the doors in. <laughs> Imagine how delighted everyone's going to be. Where we come strutting in. <laughs> and we jump up and, yeah, running in, uh, you know, with uh, all of our clowning implements, confetti that we've we've gone up to the stage and we're throwing them. We're making it rain. Confetti. Those horns. <laughs> <laughs> aiming them right into the performers' faces, just... <laughs> and then aiming it right at a punter. You know, just some bloke there is just sort of trying to slide some money across. <laughs> 
not. So even conventional circuses, Ringling Brothers and Barton and, and Bailey Circus, I believe, went out of business. Yeah, with the Ring Peace Brothers. And this is pre 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 pandemic. So even when things were open, people were going to things. Movie theaters were doing fine. Circuses still failed because no one yeah, wants to do that. And and then shit. <laughs> Now you're talking about bringing them back to a popular venue. That's the that's the beauty of this, Jonathan. Yes, circuses are going the way of the arcade. Yes, no one gives a fuck about Billy Smart, but strip clubs. <laughs> no. I love them. No. I can't get enough of them, Jonathan. Of strip clubs. Oh, they're great. Who doesn't love a strip club? They're real good. You know that people take their clothes off in there, Jonathan. And you get to see. You can you can touch. Uh, Sometimes. But, but <laughs> so, so You pay him a bit a bit more money and make sure the bouncer doesn't see. And you can like slap a butt or something? I don't know. Oh, I've never yeah. been. They're like Yeah, they're like Do you wanna slap my butt? <laughs> Alright. Fine. Fine. I mean I'm I'm yeah, I can take it or leave it, but you know, there. But since we're here, yeah. Yeah. So, so online, people have been telling me recently to start my own OnlyFans. I only sort of know what that is. Yeah. I'm not a young man. I don't know about the things. And I'm also not someone who I think, if it is what I think it is, which I think is posting sexy pictures of yourself online and, and, and taking money for it, it's not what I think... Is my strength exactly? I, I do appeal to a certain certain type of person, usually who wishes they had a more accepting father and sort of wants to have sex with a father, and that those folks come in all uh, stripes. So I know I have a certain appeal to a certain type, yeah. But I don't know if it's OnlyFans appropriate, and 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 likewise. Becoming a sex clown that busts into strip clubs. Yeah. Uh, I have a feeling that the people in the strip clubs didn't come for that. They, they maybe came for like no. a Chippendale-style hunk or a, a, a lady with a, with a large butt, yeah. an ass. But but me, no. None of those things is what I've got. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> well, hi there, folks. <laughs> Have you come for some strippers? Well, <laughs> stay for the cum clowns. That's us. It's me, Big Top. <laughs> Give me the fucking microphone. If you were a real fucking DJ, you wouldn't be here, would you? Give me the fucking. <laughs> Time for some cum juggling. And then we, we cum juggle, um, you know. You, Jonathan, you clamber up onto the stage. You start ushering the performers away. Just, you know, it's my turn now. <laughs> Everybody, look at me. And then you come juggle. <laughs> but I have nothing to offer. I've, what is, come juggling. What does that even mean? Do you know what juggling is? I've heard of it, yes. Yeah. Do you know what come is? I, unfortunately, I'm pretty sure I know what you mean by that, yeah. Yeah. Do you have pockets? Yes, I do right now, yeah. All right. We've got the basics. Up you get. I, I get on stage. Yeah. And then... Hands in pockets. Uh-huh. Proceed to juggle. <laughs> are, are you talking about... Um, are you talking about masturbating in my pockets? Oh, Jesus. Is that what you're talking about? I mean, if you can't handle cum juggling, then the, <laughs> the, the tumbling act is going to get real difficult. Tumbling? Yeah, especially because it's the it's the juggling that lubricates the stage for the tumbling. <laughs> so you haven't thought about the mechanics of this. It's a very intricate show. We need you on top of the your, your game. Very, we need you on the balls. It's very ah. Uh, it's it, I, I hate to shame anyone and anything. Well, I mean that's coming up because we'll have a lion shaming act. I've got the fur suits. For like a kink, like a shame kink. Yeah, yeah. At some point, you know, Conrad's going to dress up like a like a lion, and we'll crawl around on all fours on the stage, you know, go meow, meow, while you while you basically, you know, engage in in uh, fin dom and small penis humiliation. A little bit of joi, of course, you know, throw it in. I sort. I think I know what that means. Is joy yeah. is what it sounds like. So I'm like, oh, it's, a, it's comfort and joy. But no, I mean, some people are happy. Yeah, with it. 
it's not it's not the joy in the Christmas sense. No, no, we'll do some SOF as well. So, so on that's basically going to be you know us wanking onto some figures of anime girls. Is that what SOF means? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, bucket of jizz is always goes down well at the cum circus. <laughs> bucket cum clowning loves. I mean, yeah, you know how the the. You know, the, the clowns always like have a bucket and it's like, oh, gonna throw it, oh, gonna throw it, oh, gonna throw it. No, it's confetti or, or it's nothing. And it's, oh, the clown got, and you know, it's that, but, but, oh, it's a lot of, lot of jizz. Ugh. It's really, the, the, the thing, I don't know. I don't know enough about it. My understanding is that, uh, in a sex act, in the midst, when, when the semen, Represents passion, re- represents connection and, and a sense of desire and uh, the culmination of that desire in the moment. It can be very erotic, is what I'm told. But when it's just a bucket of old semen that's been yeah. just lying around, you don't even know who it is. <laughs> oh, you do. Don't worry, because Big Top, Big Top, <laughs> Big Top has sufficiently cowed the, the, the club DJ and has fully taken over the, the decks, you know. I, I, I've I've been up there just just playing. Uh, what if God was one of us? <laughs> With the micro, just constantly, just. <laughs> I hope you like come. Wow, it's all yours. It's all yours. <laughs> Help yourselves. They're allowed to take home as much as they can carry. They can just sort of like put their hand on the stage and just sort of scoop it off into a. You'll be giving them little baggies at the end, sort of like little party bags. Um, they... There'll be gifts in their stationeries, little pocket flashlights. Why would anyone what? Why would anyone? <laughs> I mean, it does, you're, it, if you were having yeah. a sexual, intimate, loving connection with an individual or even a group. But yeah. you're alone on stage with a microphone, <laughs> giggling to yourself as you're just ejaculating into a bucket. <laughs> a lot- I never said I mean, we brought a lot of the cum with us. <laughs> Wait, that's even worse. <laughs> but that's why I said that the audience will know because because at some point during the evening I will say if you're worried, <laughs> if you're worried about all this semen. It's not that hard to get your own. <laughs> All you need is access to a farm. The ability to stay up past midnight. And a turkey baster. <laughs> Suddenly breaking character. <laughs> and serious oh, about yeah. the turkey baster. <laughs> wow. That's right, folks. Oh, These are extremely threatening, terrifying <laughs> clowns. These are Because clowns, you know, there's fetish for clowns. I, I follow some some really good artists on Twitter. I'll be at work. Just ooh, I like to see some some good drawings. All of a sudden, it'll just be like a a huge boobed clown, and oh man, I can't, I got, I got to hide mm. this at work. I mean, Big Top's gonna have a crazy bust you from. <laughs> it's not. There's there's it's it's a turn on for some people for some reason. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm looking forward to to partaking and taking part in nay producing. Uh, some clown fetish porn. It's about time. It's It's got an audience, but I don't think it's my audience. I don't think that this is what I I come to offer. Pe- pe- oh, come to offer. No, you offer to come. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how it works. Have you not been paying attention? Yeah. I've I've been listening as hard as I can. I'm just <laughs> as hard as I can. <sighs> I'm I'm worried and and ashamed. I'm worried shamed. Yeah. Right now. That's where I'm at. That's right. It's <laughs> part of that. That's, that's right. Sloppy seconds. That's you, Jonathan. Sloppy seconds. Just start. Just start kicking that cum. There's plenty of it to go around. By the time we're done, you wanton fuck. This this stage is gonna look like Ghostbusters fucking too. <laughs> Or to a lesser degree, Gremlins. <laughs> it's really for a lot of people that's really erotic when you, <laughs> when you evoke the name of Ghostbusters too. That's when either way, <laughs> someone's slipping and falling over. 
Like right now, for cum tumbling! And that's when you start doing forge rolls and sort of half-hearted semi-cartwheels um, onto the stage. You'll be sliding around a lot. It's all semen on, on the floor is what you're saying. Yeah, well, I mean, we, we try and keep as much of it on the stage as possible, especially because it'll sort of keep the, the security at bay. Um... <laughs> Hopefully long enough for the, the, the big clown car trick. There's a, the, there's more. Well, obviously. Well, you know, the, you know, the clown car, lots of clowns in it and sort of all come out and that. Yeah. Yeah. You'll, you'll be wanking onto one of the cars they use for that trick. I'll just be masturbating on a car. Just openly <laughs> masturbating. Yeah. You see, this is why we had to get so much of bull semen. Um, because we need to keep a, a full packet when we go on there. Um, cause you'll be wanking onto a clown car. Why? <laughs> Why well, it so seriously? You, <laughs> you commit to it so, and with such nonchalance. You'll, you'll be wanking onto a clown car. And yeah. As if anyone on earth, like everyone listening to this right now has been like, okay, I used to like this show. I, I was on board. <laughs> it pushed it a little far, but you know, oh, I like that. It's a little bit, a little bit, uh, dangerous, a little over the edge sometimes, but then they bring it back. But this has just been straight face, like, and then you masturbate onto a stage and then you masturbate onto, into a bucket and then you masturbate onto a car and then you're, you're slipping on semen. And now well, you realize <laughs> you have to do it because Conrad and I are busy wanking on you. Right. I mean, for God's sake. I mean, who's gonna, who else is gonna do it? Yeah, don't you know how circuses work? <laughs> why can't you, why can't, why can't, what, what, what if nobody did? Well, okay, if we're not wanking on you, who is? Come on, Jonathan, get it together. Yeah. This is true. You're the only two people I think who really want to do it. So thank you. It's flattering, but also not what anyone wants. It's it's only a three man troop, okay? <laughs> yeah. No one wants to see it. No one wants to see it. I don't think. I don't know. Prove me wrong, listeners. Well but. at the end basically at the very end, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> well we've had a lot of fun turning this strip club. He knew a fucking circus. There's only one thing left. The one thing that everyone loves at a circus. I've been kissed by a rose <laughs> on the grey. Baby! That's right, folks. No circus is complete without me performing seal. Good night, everyone! <laughs> and that's when we try and run away. Which will probably need to by that point. <laughs> yeah, we'll be slipping in the cum a lot as we try and escape, laughing um, as, as we reveal that the entire thing was just so that I could very, very, very tenuously compare um, the concept of a performing seal to the concept of me performing seal. <laughs> it was all to build up to that one word similarity joke, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, if, if you'll... If, Excuse me for pointing this out, sure. but I think people know when you come to see the cum, when you go to see the cum clowns, <laughs> it's going to be a lot of buildup. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> Why did I? So, how long was this show for the people? You paraphrased it, but what? What was this like? A twenty minute or thirty minute, or was this? Well, how long? I tell you what, right? The cum clowns have an innate sense of when to wrap up a show. <laughs> And it's when, it's when these red and blue lights start filtering in through the window. It's about the time to scarper into an alley. So, if, if let's say nobody called the police, yeah, then it just never ends. We just keep going. Well, I mean, I'd have to keep going just to see, like, what is this crowd that's allowing this to keep going? Like, I've been, I'm continuing. But this is how I've done my entire career, to be honest. It's just, I'm, I'm somehow keeping this going and no one stopped it. I mean, I just follow through. If they, if they didn't stop, by the end of it, they'd be shit. You'd have to. <laughs> right? You gotta escalate. It's the classic Dexter problem. Yeah. You've, You've broke into a strip club, dressed like a clown, and you've wanked everywhere, which in strip clubs is frowned upon, and they're letting you keep going. By the end of it, you are taking soft dumps. 
just to see what what is enough for these animals. <laughs> so, so you're turning it around and making it the the, the crowd is the the strange one. Yeah, because they're tolerating it. If it goes on for for six hours, Jonathan. <laughs> Something seriously wrong, yeah. By hour seven, I will have pulled out a chemistry set and some petri dishes with cultures trying to create a new pandemic. Just to see, (laughs) is anyone going to get involved? Lloyd down by the river has been sneezing into this vial for a week. And he drinks from that river. That sounds... uh, uh, But here we are in in the pandemic where people are saying, no, it's fine. Pandemic, it's fine. It's fine. I had family members over Christmas, actually. They were like, you're not one of those COVID freaks, are you? I'm like, what do you mean? They're like wearing masks and oh. trying to trying to give, prevent the disease. And I'm like, yeah, I wear, wear masks all the all the time. Wearing, uh, I wore one uh, on the way over here, and I should be wearing one now, actually, but I'm just eating this chicken. So right now, I'm not wearing it. I wore one when Conrad came over briefly today because um, I'm – I'm I'm all locked out, locked down for a little bit. Oh, you you are you in kind uh, of a. I've been there for a, for a, a while, about a week or so. I think. Jeez, you know, I hope you're okay. Too long, major. Oh yeah, it's just some mind like someone who knows someone had a scare. Okay, and there was enough overlap that there's a chance it could have been here. I'm like minor, tiny, but it's like not fucking around. So sure, sure, sure. I didn't go out anywhere today, but Conrad dropped off safely some food. And I, I forgot to mention, I did I did um, munch on a bunch of it before we recorded. Conrad is very good at cooking. It's very good, Conrad. Thank you very much. Well, thank you. Oh, it was an absolute delight. That's a, a wonderful Christmas time. Yeah. Well, it's better than last year. Yeah. Any Christmas outside of Mississippi for me <laughs> is better than fucking last year. I can't believe it's been just a year. Or less. I was still in Mississippi this year. It's wow, ridiculous. That is so weird. This year has yeah. been so many years. <laughs> it really has. Yeah, it's so weird. But Game of Thrones is only going from strength to strength. Oh, strength <laughs> to strength. Yeah, I really, I think the king's dick is going to really take <laughs> off. Oh, Jonathan, Jonathan, yeah, Jonathan. It's true. Jonathan, Jonathan, yeah. Jonathan, 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 it's me. Yeah. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Please. It's Christmas Day. (laughs) It's Christmas Day, and I've been low energy as it is. And we did start a really good recording that you lost, Jonathan. It's true. I failed. Yeah. Every time there's been a problem with this podcast, it's been entirely (laughs) your fault. Uh Um, Oh, God. You you know it. And and you're turned on by it, frankly. I know that you're, you know, yeah. You plonk on your plinkers when you when you think about that. Plunk on my plinkers. Oh yeah. Yeah, I know that you're relatively disinterested um, in in all things libido flavored, but when you think about inconveniencing me and Conrad, uh, you are known to get a bit of a lob on. I don't. No, I don't. you don't actually. I've been thinking about this, right, Jonathan? Yeah. I often think to myself, like. Why doesn't Jonathan have a torrid affair with me? That's a great question. <laughs> torrid. Yeah, you have all the makings for it. Oh yeah, like when I when I'm thinking of affair, I'm thinking like you know the the fronts of those novels. Like I'm there with like a a semi see through white dress, and and you're behind me with like a, a with like a highwayman mask and a and a, a, a tricorn hat, and I'm like behind you, and my arms are all like raised up, and they're like like trying to like get round behind your neck like that, but you're sort of disinterested, but a bit wry, and you're like, oh, probably gonna fuck the shit out of her. But you Ooh. you can do so much better. That's that's the the puzzle to me. That's always been you. You are beloved. By so many, you are you are still still quite hot out there in the entertainment world. You're you're wrestling. You're doing podcasts and videos. You're doing critique. You're you're getting talked about in the in the big, the big the big leagues. There's a lot of much more attractive people than myself who would that you could just have the, your pick of the litter as far as I'm concerned. Whereas I'm sort of a washed up, strange. Uh, some would say asexual. I think I've talked to you about this before that I've been described as sort of a, a Steve Martin style character by, mm-hmm. by a dominatrix that I was acquaintances with who is extremely horny all the time, but, but not for me, for everybody else. Mm. And I was like, what is it about me? And they're like, yeah, you just have this sort of a tap water, Phil Collins, Steve Martin sort of vibe to you. You just don't bring any, 
sexual energy. You're not physically disgusting, but you're your average yeah. mixed with your your real milk toast wonder bread, uh, you know, saltless butter, like a, just a <laughs> little bit of butter. Tiny Are you bit sure of butter. she wasn't dumbing you? <laughs> Because, yeah, exactly. that's, that's what this sounds like. Yeah, like... like I'm, I'm exaggerating her, her point a little bit, but she was... That's what she expressed. Just total lack of yeah. interest. And she didn't call you a pay pig at any point. <laughs> no, she, she used to sit in the... Uh, this was back in art school. She would sit in the cafeteria and pick out, like, all right, I'm going to have sex with that guy and that woman and that woman. I'm going to rent a hotel. We're going to have sex all weekend. It's going to be so good. And I was like... I've I've wanted to have sex before, and she's like, interesting. Anyway, <laughs> so that guy over there, I'm like, I'm 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 semi attractive, and I was on a television show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that woman over there, beautiful, and they 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 were you know attractive people, but I, I was completely left out. Is my point? Yeah. She did not see me as an option, and this has often been the case. I've been the uh, the sort of the the shaggy of the gang a lot of the time. Like, oh yeah, he he makes some noises now and again, and he's friends with the dog but nobody wants to have sex with shaggy as far as i'm aware he's, he's not hang on shaggy always has the dope <laughs> and people like him for that reason everybody loves shaggy but they don't have sex with shaggy they have sex with fred they have sex with Velma. Well, well, look hang on hang on Daphne. hang on uh, maybe i wasn't clear shaggy's the guy holding the dope <laughs> I, I, you, you, I'm not an expert on these things. I thought people like the guy with the dope, but don't necessarily have sex with the guy with the dope. It depends. How much do you need the dope? <laughs> well, alternatively, Shaq is the one with the Scooby snacks. True. And they, so, but, but you, you get the snacks and you leave. You don't have sex with him unless well, you have to, was my understanding. And I'm not, I'm not coercing anyone into any sort of sex acts anyway. I don't have the dope or the snacks. Absolutely not. No, they, I'm sure they'd offer. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't have the, I am, I am shaggy without the dope or the snacks is what I'm saying. I'm just the, the hey guys, extra running around, uh, not not the star of the show is my point. So what you're saying is you need to start carrying around <laughs> Scooby Snacks. Yeah, I mean, and by Scooby Snacks, how do you feel about dealing Molly? <laughs> Bad we've drugs. We've just established everyone <laughs> likes the drug dealer. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, th so the people who like drugs like the drug dealer, but the people who are not into the drugs or are in fact afraid of drug users due to the fallout of the whole just say no campaign which was wow 40 years ago ish now but still a lot of people hang on to this sort of anti-drug yeah. propaganda and the, the drug dealer is often really hated and despised well you said everyone likes everyone likes the guy with the drugs i yeah so um. if we were to evolve the shaggy concept bring it into the 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 modern age, you know, you're not just shaggy anymore, you know. You're shaggy bun, ooh-woo-woo-woo. An influencer, a, 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 a drug dealer, Jonathan. <laughs> I guess drug dealers do influence people. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, you don't have to do a voice, you don't have to w uh, wear a costume, um, you are functionally no different from a drug dealer. Um, people just call you shaggy. I mean, also, I am there, naked, painted brown, going, <laughs> like that, really loudly. That's going to trouble them. That's going to trouble them. I forgot there was also a, a singer-rapper named Shaggy, who's already kind of taken the crown of yeah. Shaggy's. Well, uh, you know. Can I take that crown from that Shaggy? Can I become if, the- If the, the cops arrest you, you could try saying it wasn't you. <laughs> That was that was his one of his big hits where he was the, that guy it, yeah. who was cheating on his and his, his lady. They loved it when Shaggy wasn't him. They loved it. I tell you what, right? If you were to ask me my favorite part of Shaggy's career, I'd say I love that bit where Shaggy wasn't him. It was uh, it united the nation. Mm. I feel like it did. Everyone in that moment knew. It was like the O.J. Simpson trial. It was like uh, the Hindenburg disaster. Um, it was like. Yeah. <laughs> I won't. I won't say the event, but it was like the war on terror. I'm just saying we all came together and understood in that moment mm -hmm. that that it wasn't it wasn't Shaggy. It was him. He was lying. Yeah. 
he he was saying it wasn't him, but it was clearly him. And that was the joke. Like, oh, you know, men, they're always cheating. But then they say they are cheating. But they are. Wait, 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 wait. And and I really hope it's, I'm not finding this out 20 years on. Are you saying it was Shaggy? It was him. He, 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 they, they saw him at the counter. They even caught it on camera, I believe. What? The lyric goes. They even caught it on camera. It wasn't me, though, is what he claimed. But I know it was him because I got it on camera. And it was uh, on the counter, too. Also. Wow. <laughs> I'm stunned. It's Christmas Day. Christmas Day and I'm learning this. <laughs> How's that? The lyric goes, this is a buck naked lying on the bathroom floor. Something like that, right? His friend is singing about him. What? Wait a minute. How did this song get made? Somebody was like, all right, we need a hit. What do we got? Okay, I'm a record producer. Wow me. All right, so I'm going to get my friend. This is Shaggy talking. I'm going to get my friend. He's going to sing like, there's another song back naked, laying on the bathroom floor. Just singing about me having sex with women, and I'm going to claim it wasn't me. And I'll do my Shaggy voice when I do it. Oh, no, it wasn't me. And then they, they, they said, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Get it by the end of the year. I'm going to give you all year to produce this hit. And then it was a hit. They were right. They were right. Why was that a hit? What's going on? What is this world? Where am I? I'm suddenly disassociating. I can't believe the world I'm in. What? What? We're, we're, we're in a hellscape. It's, it's 2020. We're, we can't even go to the store without wearing a mask. It's like a science fiction movie. This is the end of the year and we're all maybe going to die. It's, it's nightmare. What, what happened? What, where am I? I love that it's Shaggy that's finally broken. It's a, I was going along with all of this until now, and it just hit me all of a sudden. The, the, the world is completely, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a bad movie. It's a science fiction movie. It's an apocalypse. We're in. We're in it. And it, it's, it's, Shaggy may, may have had something to do with that. I don't know. But it, 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 it's hitting me because of Shaggy, certainly. Yeah. yeah. Imagine. Imagine a world. In a world where Keanu Reeves is sat there at a table in a cubicle desk, right? Mm-hmm, He's just mm-hmm. sat there typing away. Camera's panning in slowly. And then he just looks up and goes, The fuck was that Shaggy song? Suddenly wakes up, <laughs> pink juice all over him, is in a battery pod. <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne's there, so Jesus Christ, we haven't even gone in there and given him a pill yet. I'm not even kidding though. It it just hit me. Yeah, I was I was feeling like sure, this isn't normal, but okay. It does. It's not a sign that the world is a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, but because that Shaggy song got made, that 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 woke me up to how abnormal everything really is. I mean, I get like that sometimes. Sometimes you just like it's it can, it can even be normal mundane things or you know something like Shaggy. The idea that, that a song, any song really, is popular. Almost any song, right? Anything. Have you heard the, the, the Billie Eilish song where she just sort of whispers? Yeah. She's like, I'm a seven, I'm a junior, I'm a And then that's the song, yeah. that's the hit, that's the million. I've heard her music. I really, really don't get it. <laughs> I don't get music anymore. We're not young, oh. and and we're and we're also not wrong. That's the thing. It's so tempting to think, oh, that's it. We're we're right. Let's we're face right. it. We're, we're the correct generation. <laughs> Some would say the greatest. In fact, let's face it, we're the greatest half of the greatest generation because the earlier millennials can go fuck themselves. Oh yeah. I I was born at a time before all of the phones and shit. I remember when the internet. Still had all of its website addresses listed in full, complete with HTTP fucking slash dot colon fucking. We were around for the birth of everything. That's right. Everything. I don't think I'm a, a millennial, though. I think I'm Generation X. I'm left out of this. I, mean, I, think I don't even know where I fall because I'm like <laughs> right within a year or so. I will give it to the millennials, Clear though. Clear the way for me, old men. <laughs> The millennial Pair group. of old cis boys just running the show. Clear out. It's me. 
the cool kid from the cool generation with my Magic the Gathering cards and a pocket full of Beyblades. Get the fuck out, Granddad. I actually bought a Baby Yoda sweater at GameStop and the clerk started talking to me about Beyblades for a while and it really hit me that there's a generation gap there. Yeah. Really passionate about Beyblades. But but, but the millennials, like you're saying, from what I can tell, it's a huge group. It's like anyone born from like... 1980 to, uh, to 1996 or something. It's like massive. It's like mid 80s, like 83, 80. Like I, I was 84 and I know I'm in it. Okay. I'm like one of the earlier ones, but not like the earliest. There's like one or two years ahead. All right. But I'm in that sort of horrible bracket where it's like I've, I've been accused of eating avocado and fucking around with selfie sticks while still also remembering an entire time before the internet and being slightly freaked out because you know you lived it but the internet is so normal it still doesn't seem quite real Mm -hmm. but you know it was real because you remember when they introduced pepsi max wow do you remember crystal pepsi though oh yeah you might have just been born for that i remember crystal pepsi yeah crystal pepsi was a complete fucking um the whole controversy around crystal pepsi Completely contrived. I didn't know about this. There was a controversy, a contrived controversy? I didn't realize there was a controversy. Yeah, people liked Crystal Pepsi. No. Yeah, it was but good. But then campaigns, because it was different, people campaigned, and it was eventually revealed. It wasn't even like, people weren't all that bothered. <laughs> but then, like, press got interested and other corporate interests sort of got in on it and sort of contrived this idea that Crystal Pepsi was this huge failure that no one liked. Hmm. When at first it was actually, people liked it well enough, uh, and then it was destroyed after the fact. So <laughs> Interesting. I like, yeah, I liked Crystal Pepsi fine. Yeah. Intense. Man. I mean, we're... People liked Crystal Pepsi, and it was shaggy. So we have learned a lot. The point is, Jonathan, is even though you're not sexual, you and I could emotionally cheat on your wife. (laughs) Some would say we already already are. Uh, That could be torrid. (laughs) Very torrid. And I think, you know, it's that kind of inherently uh, uh, physically sexless um, love that I think will actually get people off more. <laughs> That's your goal? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all performative. It's you want, you want other people to feel this lust, feel this erotic energy. Hell, yeah. From, from us having an emotional affair. But we cannot, said Johnny Turpin, for what's his name. You're, you're still deaf as a highwayman in this. We cannot... For, if I am perfectly honest with you, mine in sweetened lady, I'm just not that bothered about slinging one up ya. Uh, if you want to go outside and wank up against the side of my house, go for it. And doth, uh, did, did they say, uh, yeah, all right. And then, then they popped out, uh, lifted up their, their whale bone skirt and petticoats and, and then just tossed off uh, at the side of your house. And I do think that would be a... I think that's that's the story of us. Um, Conrad, of course, the jealous lover. <laughs> my, my jealous husband used to... Spurned. Oh, so spurned. You know how spurned Conrad is? How spurned? He has thrown three glasses of whiskey into a fire before the novel's even started. We're actually going to write a prequel. <laughs> before he even knows. He just has a feeling? Oh, well, more than a feeling. Oh, that that's a, a thought then, I think. Yeah. Or premonition. Well, you know, he was, he was, driving, <laughs> he was driving back, Jonathan, from his job as day manager at a payless did lord conrad (laughs) and then saw me with my my you know my powdered wig and my petticoats um jizzing up the side of your house romantically and just thought you know that that deceptive witch uh and then you know plots to kill me um to stop me from not having sex with you more but conrad to me it always seems extremely supportive even to the point of of maybe delusion like he's so willing to agree yeah that i worry sometimes that he will die 
at some point. I've never said this to him. But. Well, I think I will. Sure. I think I think I will eventually die. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're going to have him dried out. Like, he he's going to die, but he will still very much be with us as a sort of um, mummified husk figure. Uh, yeah, I'm sure we can find a good taxidermist yeah. to handle that. Why are you agreeing? <laughs> You're now agreeing to being a mummy. Yeah. Well, that's why Conrad's so fucking good at this job. Like, if I tell him he's going to be a jealous, jealous husband who at once owns a mansion and manages a palace, if I tell him he's the jealous husband who's going to try and break up our sexless love, he's going to commit to the role. He's like Jared Leto. I'm I'm on board. I'm there for it, you know? I'm I'm here to help fulfill whatever, you know... Whatever goals you have. When I told him we were going to become clowns, he wasted no time making <laughs> condom animals. Yeah, it's it's tricky because the reservoir tip like sort of Not deforms yet. a lot of the the end. But I, I figured out, you know what? You just yeah. make it the tail. And plus, those ones you messed up, we puncture a hole in that tip, and then we can get on with the face painting course we were talking about. Face painting. We're back to the cum clowns. We huh? <laughs> so well, we've kind of gone. Uh, we've kind of gone back and forth around sort of all sorts of ideas with this one. Callbacks. We've reached around here. I think to the clowns. Reached around like Quentin Tarantino words. <laughs> we've got real Jackie Brown on your ass. Jackie Jackie Brown reach around. Yep. Here we are. Here we are. We we really do sort of. I, I feel like we produce the Jackie Brown of podcasts. <laughs> It's a good movie. It's a, it's a real character study of uh, the types of folks that you have to deal with when you're struggling to make ends meet. And I'm pretty sure it has everybody who knows exactly what happened to Natalie Wood in it. <laughs> the entire the entire cast of that? No, I'm just thinking the only people who know who Natalie Wood, uh, what happened to Natalie Wood, I think are in that movie. <laughs> All yeah. of them. Huh. I had never, never given that any thought. Is Walken in that? I feel like Walken's in that somewhere, but maybe not. No, that's no. just Pulp Fiction, but I hear you. He's in, mm. in the part of Pulp Fiction that is most like Jackie Brown in some ways. It's true. Yeah. Well. Jonathan, why did you kill Natalie Wood? <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't kill anybody. I've never committed a murder. Not even once. And only Chris Walken and Robert Forster know it. They've kept that secret. Also, why didn't you tell us you were a Jackie Brown? I have. I would love to be in Jackie Brown. I have met Samuel L. Jackson. I've not met anyone else in that movie, as far as I know, like Michael Keaton. Not Jonathan. Met. Yes. The 1900s, Whitechapel. Can you account for your whereabouts during the? I was not alive. Sun- oh, that's November a convenient excuse. To yeah. Wow. Writing any letters? Uh, I I was I was uh, uh, not even a concept at that point. I think my my parents were they even alive? My mother was born in 1939, so she was not alive. Okay, cool. So <laughs> you've got you've got the alibi worked out, right? <laughs> wink, wink. So no one's going to be coming to us for that. Okay. Now, so long as our stories are straight. So long as all of us agree that we are not bringing this up again. Your mother was not alive in Whitechapel around 1900. I think so. This is this is some deep history. Wait, you think so? We never came to London before 1939. <laughs> I don't even know exactly. Wink. I'm not as smart as you two, so I'm not sure exactly what we're talking about. I think it has something to do with uh, some sort of terrible act. An act of crime. Okay, I'm really concerned because now, now Jonathan's all. Oh, I think my mother wasn't alive, and yeah, you know, I mean, I feel like the second Scotland Yard comes around questioning, he's gonna crack. <laughs> what are we talking about? And for some Jonathan, reason, <laughs> there is room in the hole, and I'm not explicitly threatening anyone. I'm saying it fits. Any one of us. The whole? Do you feel more festive, Jonathan? For some reason, when you started talking about the chapel, I was picturing you rubbing me the whole time. 
Oh, like a yeah. weird yeah, tell rub. me more. <laughs> like a weird oily rub. Mm. You're like, where are you in the chapel, Jonathan? And it was all Oh hell yeah. You wanna be rubbing me, I can tell. Well, I am now. <laughs> <laughs> Conrad, too. I pictured him coming up behind me and, like, rubbing my shoulders and being like, is that the alibi? And you're rubbing my front and he's rubbing my back. Uh, yeah, we're going to do this as we grease you up before you perform feats of strength. We're greasing you up just... I, I feel like I feel like a strong man, a circus strong man would be better at his job if he was accused of being Jack the Ripper mm. by the people who were roiling him up. That was the crime you were talking about. Oh, phew. Feel so relieved. Not everyone thinks about Jack the Ripper as much as as you two, so I wasn't sure. Uh, but yes, yes, that was it. White Castle. Well, Bono's got a fascination with all sorts of serial killers. Bono does, and and we do spend a lot of time thinking about you, Jonathan. It's true. <laughs> oh God, I can't stop thinking about you. You're history's greatest monster, <laughs> Jonathan. You know where they're buried, and I love you so much. <laughs> I love you too, love Jonathan. You. I'm so glad you you did what you did before. Uh, forensic analysis updated and, and caught up because you really don't get them anymore like you used to in the 70s do you Mm-mm. are you talking about some sort of serial killer serial killing wink wink <laughs> never killed good night everyone <laughs> Boston's Favorite Son was performed by Jim Sterling, Conrad Zimmerman, and Jonathan Off-Road Rules. Editing and production by Justin McDaniel. The intro music is Freak Out by Chainmail. Road Rules Northern Trail was an insipid show that shouldn't have happened. Wink.